0: There we go. Hey, we welcome you back. If you did not get a rock, um, we have some extras up front here. Christy has some. Um, Selena, can you walk around with the basket real fast? And if anybody did not get a rock, you cannot throw them at each other. And we're not going to do David and Goliath today. Raise your hand if you need a rock. It is part of the message, so Emily says she wants one. All right. Hey, and I just want to do a shout-out to our... Rebecca went to the back already, but Craig is here. Sarah. Sarah was here. Sarah. um, Tad. um, I should have done it earlier, because they were here. There's Sarah. All right, Craig. Tad. Rebecca's in the back room. But they they went to youth convention, and uh, they got some sleep. I got some sleep, so... um, so they tried to wake me up. And I was already asleep. It was 1 o'clock. I was already asleep. We got back to the room. I was doing pretty good. My boys went right to sleep. I was going to sleep. And they knock on the door twice, finally wake me up. And uh, so, anyway, got it all taken care of. So, but, And they go, well, yeah, your earplugs in. Well, yeah, that's how I get my sleep. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, it, our guest speaker this morning is no stranger to us, uh, Christy By, And uh, so uh, she's spoken here before. You guys have always enjoyed when she's spoken. And so we're going to turn it over to her and uh, let her share the word of God. Amen.
1: Good morning. So if you didn't get your rock, just she, we have plenty of rocks. William counted them for me, and he picked his favorite before you guys had a choice. So he has his in his pocket. So... Um, recently, Amy um, led worship, and she said that during one morning she had Same God on repeat over and over, just in one morning. And I have several songs like that that I have, and I've had one that has just been my repeat for several months, and it is firm Foundation, He Won't. And so I had that request at the end. We're going to have that today at the end. And so today I've titled my message... From foundation, so I'm going to use a song from foundation throughout this um, this message. And you know, some songs we um, sing are passages right out of the Bible, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. The Lord's name is to be praised, or Jehovah Jireh, my provider. His grace is sufficient for me. So you have songs that are literally right out of the scripture. And then you have songs like Firm Foundation that is just based on the truth of the scripture. And that is what we're going to deal with this morning. So I have three points or ideas that we're going to cover this morning. And I'm going to warn you that the first one is really, really, really long. Because I'm going to build the foundation. So, no, just kidding. (laughs) Let's just pray. Father, we thank you that you are our firm foundation. We thank you that you are here and that you are our rock. And Lord, I just pray that you would open our hearts and our minds to hear what you have to say. And that Lord, we would know that you love us, you care for us, and you want the best for us. So be with us today, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, my first point is, God is your rock. So, if you have your rock, you can get it out. It says, Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand. So, we're going to talk about a rock. So, if you look up in Bible Gateway, I don't know if you guys know that, you take your computer, type in BibleGateway.com, and you can put in a phrase or a word or whatever, and it will pop up all of them in the Bible. So there are more than 140 scriptures on God being our rock in the Bible, and I'm going to read all 140 today. (laughs) No, we're going to just read a few to get it established that in the Old Testament, over and over and over again, they referred to God as their rock. And also in there, you're going to see on the scriptures that we're going to read, many times the attributes of God that goes along with rock. So um, we're going to have Chris put these up, and I have them right here. We have bolded rock, but you're going to see throughout, too, that there is um, several that have the attributes of God. So um, I'm just going to go over there. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. And I'm not going to read the references. You can... He said, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. I looked that up too, and it's when you have the horns and they take it for victory and show that you won. He is my stronghold, my refuge, my savior. From violent people you save me. For who is God besides the Lord, and who is who is the rock except our God? The Lord lives, praise be to my rock, exalted be my God, the rock of my, and my Savior. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. For who is God besides the Lord, and who is the rock except our God? You see that they repeat that? So they, people have memorized scriptures of the Old Testament, and they bring it back in. The Lord lives, praise be to my rock, exalted be my God, my Savior. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my Redeemer. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Since you are my rock and my fortress, for the sake of your name, lead and guide me. From the ends of the earth, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Be my rock of refuge, to which I can always go. Give the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. But the Lord has become my fortress, and my God, the rock in whom I take refuge. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. So you see here, over and over and over again, you see the rock. And it's so encouraging. And these are great scriptures to memorize. So if you want a list, I'll give you one later. But um, so I, we passed out rocks, and my grandson was so proud of passing out the rocks. So he is to be thanked. So um, I want you to take that rock. I want you to hold it in your hand. And these are just It's a really wavy, wavy day. In fact, Malin said, I just want to go home. It was sort of cold and gross. But um, he was just frantically building and working and putting his time into building and building. And then a wave would come and crash. And so I took that opportunity to tell him, honey, this is what happens. This is what happens in life. You can work really hard. You can put all your effort into it. But if you do not have your life on Christ and his foundation, when something comes, you feel the devastation. You feel that devastation. And um, some people think that once saved, we will not have any storms. And that is so not true. True. Because all through scripture, you read it. And here again, the rain came down, the stream rose, the winds blew, and it beat against that house, but it didn't fall. So it still says in Luke, it said, the flood came. Still to the same house, the torrent struck, but it couldn't be shaken. So we will go through storms. Christians go through storms. And um, in your Christian journey, there will be different seasons. There's good seasons, like Brent and his son and daughter-in-law are at that honeymoon season, (laughs) but wait, in the next 40 years, they'll be going through different seasons. We all go through different seasons, and when you're newly saved, you're just excited, but then when you come to something hard, you're just like, oh, wow, I thought God was with me. I thought God was stronger than this. Oh, I didn't think I would have that as a Christian, but we all have that and we still must face the storms, And just like the early church believers and all believers throughout history, there has been storms. But we need to realize that God is our rock, our firm foundation. And some people, when the storm hits, they actually turn away from the Lord. I can think of some people that just because it was so tough and they just were disappointed in God, they just walked away. And it's so sad. And um, at the homeless shelter where I work, um, we just lost a 33-year-old co-worker to a car accident. And it's so disheartening. And her family is going through such a storm right now, an unthinkable storm. And my heart breaks for people when they don't have Jesus as their rock and their firm foundation. Thankfully, she did love the Lord. Um, I also, we have families coming and going at the homeless shelter. We have probably right now about 80 women and children at the homeless shelter plus all of the men. And I see so many of them going through some ex- extremely horrible situations. And I just find myself praying that they would build their house upon the rock. Not that all the situ- situations would be vanishly taken away, but they, they would have someone. They would be able to know that God was their foundation. And Jason and I were talking a couple weeks ago, and, and he mentioned how waiting for Jared's results were so hard. And as they were in the hospital and waiting, um, he wondered, how do people go through these kind of things without the Lord? And we need to know that when we have those storms, God is there and that we can tune to him, and he is there for us. So I'm thankful that we as believers, we have a foundation of Christ, and we can take our stand, and I do that. I take my stand, and I'll say, rains came, (laughs) winds blew, but my house was built on you. God's going to see me through, even if it's really, really hard, even if it's things that I thought we would never face in life. God is there and He is there to build us up and to help us. In both verses, again, they experience the storm. So we need to know that our house is built on Him. But equally important is to maintain our foundation. So we have our house, it's beautiful, and you can go through neighborhoods where they're nice, beautiful homes and everything, but give it 20 years. If not checked, if that foundation is not kept up, it's not going to work. So we need to check for erosion. And as a homeowner myself, I go around and I see, oop, (laughs) the church separating here, and oop, another crack in the driveway, and oop, the sidewalk's bulging here. And oop, in my backyard, there's like, you know, some gap. And about 10 years ago, I, you know, scraped all the putty, and we put new putty in around the patio, and it could be done again today. It's already weathered. It's already old. It already could be replaced. So we need to do that in our own lives. We need to take inventory. And um, so we need to honestly ask ourselves how am I doing? People can look at us and think, (laughs) oh, they got it all together. But how are we truly doing? We know. We can't fool ourselves. How am I really doing? Are there cracks in my foundation? Is there, um, you know, separation in my foundation? Is my house secure? And we can talk about that in our families, in our own spiritual life. And what can I do to strengthen my foundation? And we've talked that through as Christians, Bible reading, prayer, all that kind of stuff. But what are the things eroding my foundation i think you need to pinpoint what is eroding my foundation what are the things that i know that i know in here that i know up here that are eroding my foundation and we need to deal with them and we need to say how can i stop that erosion what can i do what help do i need Who can come alongside me and help me in my foundation so that I have a good foundation without erosion? Um, And it is um, something we need to do on a continual basis, maintaining our foundation. In that storm, we also need to prepare for a storm. So um, Wendy is my oldest. She is a Navy chaplain, and she is deployed at sea. And um, but this past June, she was deployed to Guam, and she got there. Four days later, there was the worst typhoon they had in 20 years, and she's thinking, "I'm gonna go to Guam for five weeks, and I'm gonna you know take some extra time at the beach." But it didn't happen. So um, they had a two-day warning. And thankfully, they had a warning that this storm was going to happen. She's in charge of the whole hospital. So what did they do? Two days before the storm hit, all pregnant women, seven months and more, had to come to the hospital, mandatory. There was mandatory shelter in place. No one could be seen on the streets, period. Um, All people were evacuated to a safer place where it was going to hit the worst of the island. They were all taken to safety. The generators were ready. Water and food were ready. Everyone and everything was ready for the storm. Did the storm happen? Yes. Did this mama sit here and think, oh no, I kept watching the Weather Channel? No, I know the eye is hitting right out. Oh my goodness, you know. And I'm worried and I'm worried. But because of all the preparation, not one life was lost. It was the worst typhoon, like I said, in 20 years, but not one life was lost because they prepared for the storm they were ready. And so we need to prepare for the storms. And Pastor Brent's message was a few weeks ago this I believe defense and it said he said dig down deep. Know what and whom you believe in and find the rock. Find that foundation. Build your house on that rock. I'm going to read this just portion from that devotional that I saw on the table. It, was really good. it says, we are living in days when it appears that there are storms on the horizon. As the devil makes a strong push in these last end times, and good is called evil, and evil is called good, the tranquility we have known may be thrown into turmoil. But we do not need to be fearful if God is our refuge and rock. The Lord promised to never leave us nor forsake us. But these are the days to prepare. These are the days to get better acquainted with your God. These are not days to act as if everything will continue as before and we can be careless about life. Now is the time to tuck away Bible verses in your heart. There is no time to lose in getting spiritual exercise to build yourself upon the rock. Let us use these days of opportunity to stir one another until love and good works. And they end with the devotional, and it says, Wake up. Our Lord needs dependable people who will not falter in fear as the storms roll in. We need to prepare. We know the Lord's coming. We know this world is in turmoil. We need to be strong. We need to have our foundation strong. We need to have our family strong. We need to be checking our foundation. We need to be doing the things to prepare for the storm. So we need to hear the warnings of the word and not ignore them. As it says in Matthew, they heard it, but they just ignored it. They knew what to do, but they didn't do it. We need to do what the Lord wants us to do. So we need to know God is our rock and who he is that God is our firm foundation during times of storms, and that my foundation is secure and it's strong. There's no erosion. And it brings us to the last point. God won't fail. I still have joy in chaos. I've got peace that makes no sense. So I won't be going under I'm not held by my own strength, because I built my life on Jesus. He's never let me down. He's faithful in every season, so why would he fail now? He won't. He won't. He won't fail. We've got to make it. He won't fail us. And how can someone hold on to their faith even as things are falling apart around them? We all go through seasons. It could be relationally, spiritually, emotionally. We go through storms. But in times of storms, I wish I could say I never faltered or I never doubted. But... I'm human. (laughs) And like most humans, we have a tendency to doubt God when a storm hits us. And Jesus' disciples, after he died, they struggled. More specifically, we see the story of Doubting Thomas. That's even his title, poor guy, Doubting Thomas. Even after following Jesus very closely, after seeing the miracles performed by Jesus, when Jesus died and he was no longer with them, Thomas says, "If I don't see for myself, if I don't feel the nail prints in his hands and in his side, I'm not going to believe and Thomas is like many of us when we get into that tough part, we just like, yeah you know I, I I just I just don't see God here, but the beautiful thing is is that when Jesus came through that wall I didn't have to open the door just came through the wall um he didn't just necessarily talk to all the disciples who were struggling too, hiding away, you know. He said to Thomas, here are my hands. Here's my side. He confronted Thomas directly. He said, here I am. I'm here. And he loved Thomas no matter if he doubted. So if we are weary and we continu- if we continue to wake on, wait on the Lord, he's going to show up. The disciples were up in that room, fearful, struggling, doubting, but Jesus showed up. And Jesus will show up for us too. And we need to go to that rock. We need to run to that rock for help. So as you can tell, I love songs. I listen to music all the time. I'm always singing songs in the house and making up songs for my grandkids. And um, So the other one, literally I sang this for a whole day straight in thinking of this. And it's the older one, I Go to the Rock. And if you guys know it, let's sing it. I go to the rock of my salvation. I go to the stone that the builder rejected. I run to the mountain, and the mountain stands by me. When all around me is sinking sand, on Christ the solid rock I stand. When I need a shelter, when I need a friend, I go to the rock. Everybody sing with me. No. <laughs> um, but... You can sing those songs. I do. I have to. I have to remind myself over and over, God is my rock. When I need a shelter, when I need a friend, it's my job to run to him. He's there. He's going to be there. Faith is not a feeling. If it were based on a feel, we'd all be in trouble. So we need to remember that God is our rock, that he is there. He's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. So in Isaiah 54, it says, For the mountains may move and the hills disappear, but even then my love for you will remain. My covenant of blessing will never be shaken. Scripture calls God our rock that helps us withstand the greatest waves and earthquakes. Even when it feels like the earth is shaking and the hills are crumbling, God is at work calling us to rest upon a sure foundation. His unending love for us continues. So this verse in Isaiah, it says God is immovable. Amidst chaos, he still is in control. Nothing takes God by surprise. And nothing is greater than his. So regardless of what is happening around us and whatever is happening within us right now, God's love can never be taken from us. And remember that by embracing the God who is near you, For you and in you, you can weather the storms. He won't fail. He won't fail. And we can, you know, do our scriptures. Pastor Brent had another message on friends. Get people around us. Remember the faithfulness of God in the past. Sing songs. And be honest with God. I think it's really important to be honest, and sometimes I'm brutally honest with God. I used to be brutally honest with my husband, walking and saying this about God. He said, well, you're not God. Well, I know I'm not God, but if I were God, you know, um, I will struggle with that, you know. And I just say, God, and my grandson loves this song, and I think I've shared this before, but um, Come Thou Fount. He sings it all the time. Um, But it says, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. Take my heart, oh, take and seal it with thy spirit from above. We can do that with God. Lord, I feel like I'm wandering. Lord, I feel like I'm doubting. Lord, I need to know and be assured that you're there for me. And he is. So in closing, I'll have the musicians come. We have two choices in how we live our lives. We can run to the rock and live in a place of refuge, rest and protection and hope, or, like the foolish people, you can live outside of that protection, building your lives on sh- shifting sand. If we are Christians and we refuse to run to God, our refuge, we are living outside of the privilege of His children. He is a loving Father. And when we get hurt, what happens? We run to our parents. When we have a storm or when we're afraid, we run to that secure place. We need to run to God. We need to go to him. And God desires to be the rock in our lives. He wants us to hide in his safety, and his protection. And in a world where things are changing right before our eyes, it is good to know that we can be hidden in God, in that cleft, in that cave, that we can hide ourselves in the Lord. And the Lord invites us all to build our lives on the rock. So if you're here today and you know your life isn't on the rock, you haven't made that decision, you haven't made that foundation like, Lord, you're the truth, the life, the way I choose you. You can do that today. So if you're here today or watching online and you say, you know what? I need to build my life on Jesus. I need to accept it. It's a simple thing. It says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, you're saved. And then you can continue to build that house. But that first step is accepting him. And so let's just say a um, prayer of salvation today. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are our rock that, Lord, you are our salvation. So today, come into my life and help me build my life upon the rock. Help me to have a strong foundation in you and help me to turn to you from today until we go to heaven, that we would run to you as our rock. In Jesus' name. And as I said earlier, everybody is going into a storm, or is in a storm, or will be going into a storm. And we don't always know that, when that storm is going to happen. But you might be here today, and you feel like the wind and the rain are battering your house. And you are in the middle of the storm, and you feel like you might not make it be brutally honest with yourself and with God today and you know what is causing the erosion in your life and you need to deal with that erosion you need for God to bring a healing, you need to just let God do a work in your life or you're here today and you just came out of a storm when we sing this song in closing praise the Lord that he brought you through that storm And that you're prepared to help somebody else going through a storm. And we don't always know, like I said, when we're going to be heading into a storm. But today, you can make that inventory, that commitment once again to God. That no matter what, I'm going to build my life, my family on you. So we're going to sing that song. Rains came, winds blew, but my house was built on you. I'm safe with you. I'm going to make it through. And so today I invite you, um, Gary and Brent and myself, will be up here for prayer as they sing this. And just focus on that. And you could just stay in your seats too and just take that rock in your hand and take this time not just to sing a closing song, but take it a time to be with the Lord as we sing this song. It's on? Okay. Lord, we just thank you that you are our firm foundation. You are the rock in which we stand. No matter what goes on in our lives, Lord, you won't fail. So I pray that you would go with each one of us today. Lord, let us remember that you are our rock, that we can run to you at all times. Lord, that you are there for us, that you are faithful. And that you love
0: us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, we had that power interruption there, didn't we? Just like that. And sometimes that's what happens with the storms of life, right? There's no warning. Sometimes we get that warning. But I found in most of the storms of life, it's just, boom, it's there. and Either you're ready or you're not. Either you have the rock or you don't. And, um, and and Christy you found that out, right, in your own life. And she mentioned her husband, but he's not here with us. And it's been how long now? You had to help me out. Eight years in April. Yeah, I remember it was in April. It was after district council. And uh, uh, one day he was he was here, and the next day he wasn't. And uh, and so um, so to me, that the message that she brought forth isn't just um, things she's saying off the top of her head. Those are things that she's worked through in her own life. Um, And so to me, there's a lot of power in that. Amen. Amen. Father, this morning, go with us. Thank you that you are the rock that is higher than us. That strong tower that we can hold on to that is that firm foundation. And Lord, um, In this life, you haven't promised us comfort. You haven't promised that everything would be okay. What you have promised is that you would be our rock and our sure foundation. And so, Lord God, go with us. Let your blessing and your peace go with us. And may your face shine upon us. Grant us your peace in your name we pray. And everybody said, "Amen." God bless you this morning.